welcome to IG's Trading the Markets. Uh, we're joined by Chris Versace, Tematica Research CIO, all the way from the US. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and Happy New Year to you. Just really quickly, Chris, we've had such a huge ramp up in 2023. And, you know, many of those in the markets uh, were uh, cautious, sort of, in the first half and sort of June-July period of last year. And then they were caught and pleasantly surprised, some of them that stayed in the markets. Where do you think we're headed this year since we've come off such a high in 2023? Oh, no doubt. We've had a tremendous move in the market, really November, December. Uh, you know, investors were kind of embracing or almost over-embracing, if you will, the expectation for uh, the Federal Reserve to cut rates in 2024. But, you know, as we look at the market now, now that we are actually in 2024, uh, you can look at the S&P 500, the NASDAQ composite. They're flirting once again with overbought territory from a technical perspective. Uh, you know, they're looking a little tired after such a significant run during, again, November and December. But at the same time, we're starting to get some warning signs, you know, starting to flash. Uh, case in point, late December, we saw uh, disappointing guidance from Nike, FedEx, General Mills, and Accenture. And now that, again, we're back in 2024, we're starting to get people questioning, wow, you know, after that pronounced market run, what are some of these PEs that we're looking at, particularly for some of the Magnificent Seven? And I, I think that, you know, ahead of the upcoming uh, December quarter earnings season, upcoming inflation data, we're starting to see folks question the number of rate hikes the Fed could actually do in the coming year. That to me could lead to a rethink. Perhaps we see some of the froth, some of the excessive gains from November and December be given back. And Chris, that inflation genie hasn't really gone away, has it? There are some signs uh, that I'm looking at at the moment, uh, not just in the US, but also in the UK and Europe as well, that show that uh, inflation is slightly creeping back in again. That's right. You know, we have made some great progress on the inflation front. Uh, we can take a look at, you know, data in the second half of 2023 that really points to that. But remember that we're still quite a distance on some metrics from the Fed's 2% target. Um, and you are correct, we have seen data in the last several days that point to a perhaps resurgence of inflation pressures in the manufacturing sector. Uh, I, I think the other way to think about it is to simply say that you know this last leg, this last push towards the Fed's 2% target simply may not come as quickly as some people were hoping for Again, that might push out when the Fed starts to cut interest rates in 2024, giving to that rethink that I just talked about. Also, I just want to talk to you about the tech sector in particular. The Nasdaq had such a huge rally, more than a 40% gain in 2023. Uh, many out there, many market watchers, fund managers, uh, and also strategists that have been talking to, you know, from big banks to uh, smaller brokerages, all saying that there has to be a pause. It can't keep continuing higher uh, and that sh there should be some material correction. Is that your thought process or do you think it could melt up? Uh, still. So, you know, again, when we look at the overall NASDAQ, you know, flirting with overbought territory, we, we've been here a couple times in the last few weeks, but there are questions again about valuations really starting to crop up. Uh, you know, 
not surprising. This can actually impact the overall market. You, you know, you take a step back and you have to think, geez, the Magnificent Seven accounts for about 28% of the S&P 500. So as those valuations get questioned, you know, we could see the market be a little rocky here. But my thinking is that this could actually allow folks that missed out on the year-end rally to put money to work in the coming weeks, perhaps the coming months, as the market starts to normalize itself. What I would suggest is folks look at those that are really well positioned, growing their earnings faster than the S&P 500 in 2024. Maybe it's even stronger in the back half of the year. Um, you know, and again, take a look at some of the areas of pronounced disruption, especially those companies that are poised to monetize that disruption. For example, AI might want to take a look at Microsoft, especially as we move through the year. And last but not least, uh, everyone here at the moment looking out for a March cut uh, in terms of Fed interest rates. I believe that's the same state side as well. Um, what uh, indicators are you looking out for that might change the uh, time period uh, in terms of the expectation for that cut? Could it be perhaps a further weakening of the or cooling of the jobs market? Or uh, could it be perhaps uh, credit, uh, consumer credit weakening? Um, what indicators are you looking out for that might bring it forward or bring that timeline back? So in terms of pushing back on the notion of rate cuts, and again, the market expects six, the Fed has telegraphed three. I think we're more in the camp of somewhere two to four during all of 2024. Uh, potential pushback items would be more inflation data that shows less progress than the market is expecting. Uh, in terms of something that could pull forward the rate cuts, if the economy simply falls out of bed, if we start getting PMI numbers and other economic data that says, wow, GDP is gonna fall significantly compared to more than 2% in the December quarter, that could pull forward those rate hike expectations. Right, thank you very much, uh, Chris Versace, Tomatica Research CIO, joining us there from the US. This is IG's Trading the Markets.